So I'll be reading Society, State, and Urbanism, Ibn Khaldun's Sociological Thought by Fuad Bali because I don't think I'll even manage to spend time reading this book if not for this podcast. So here it is. Chapter 1, The Man and His Background. Number 1, Ibn Khaldun's Life and Character. Abu Zaid Abdurrahman ibn Muhammad ibn Khaldun Wali ad-Din al-Tunisi al-Hadrami was born in Tunis in bracket Tunisia on May 27 1332 so he lived in so he was born in the 14th century he was brought up in a family known for its activities in both learning and politics his arab ancestors Banu Khaldun beginning with Khaldun bin al-Khattab moved to Andalusia, Spain, in the 8th century and thus witnessed the growth and decline of Spanish Muslim power. They left for Morocco just before the fall of Seville, Seville in 1248. Ibn Khaldun's homeland, 14th century North Africa, was characterized by a depressed intellectual life and continuous political instability. The Arab Muslim Empire had already declined, and as a result, small states succeeded one another. Rivalries, intrigues, plots, and upheavals were common features of political life and a fertile arena for ambitious power seekers. In this environment, the the Arab Muslim Ibn Khaldun had his basic education in religion, philology, poetry, logic, and philosophy. The education he received from his teachers seemed to have been thorough and scholastic. Ibn Khaldun entered into public life before having attained age 20. His first position was that of the seal-bearer. He said he accepted that post reluctantly because he considered it inferior, for none of his ancestors had had occupied it. His ambitious desire for greater authority and power, example, premiership, motivated him to engage in political intrigues and conspiracies pitting one ruler against another, a behavior that led him to spend two years in prison, 1357 until 58. When Ibn Khaldun regained his freedom, he resumed his political activity. One year later, he occupied the positions of Secretary of State and Judge. In 1362, he joined the court of the Muslim ruler of Granada. Remembering how useful Ibn Khaldun had been to him and to his Prime Minister Ibn al-Khatib, when they were in Fez, Morocco, as fugitives, the ruler gave Ibn Khaldun a friendly reception. He was now sent as an ambassador to the court of Pedro the Cruel of Castile to ratify a peace treaty between the two states. The Christian ruler not only honored Ibn Khaldun but also tried to win him over to his side by offering him the former estates of the Khaldun family in Seville. Ibn Khaldun declined. In Granada, however, Ibn al-Khatib was displeased by Ibn Khaldun's increasing power in the court. At that time, Ibn Khaldun was happy to receive and to accept an offer from the North African half-side ruler to be his prime minister. If you want to listen for the continue continuation of this chapter, listen for um wait for the next Monday. Bye bye.